What does your name say? Uh, should I Jai Ho? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> should I change that? Why does it say Jai Ho? Because <laughs> I always have to type in the name every time I connect. Is that just what you randomly typed or randomly did you need it to say Jai Ho? <laughs> <laughs> From now on, Jules will be known as Jai, Jai Ho. Ho. Curiosity Public Podcast, also known as Curiosity Public, the podcast. I'm Dutch. Jules here. Dylan. All right, guys. It's been a little while since we recorded. We had a good backlog of, of episodes. I shouldn't even say that because nobody would know the difference if I didn't. But Great. <laughs> now the editing is going to be a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> the illusion is spoiled. But uh, we're finally- What editing? This is a podcast, man. <laughs> There's exactly. no obvious editing. <laughs> All the uh, cursing, man. All the cursing. Yeah, all of Jules' cursing. I know. <laughs> wow, potty mouth. You know it. Um, so we got an interesting topic this evening to discuss, but um, before we get to that, what are you guys choosing to sip on? Jules. Jules. <laughs> Jules. Jules. Is that your name, Jules? Hilarious. Is that even my name? I got some, uh, just doing some more bottle kills. I got an old Fitz. Right so... I thought it was going to be that that other one. Uh, a Blanton's. A Blanton's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, with a, just a different horse, though, you know. I know, right? <laughs> right? Going through the O, yeah. the letter N tonight. Wait, what was the what was the other one that you were drinking? The the sourced one. Uh, you kept you kept drinking. For oh, a, the uh, made by ghosts. Uh, oh, um, What's that stuff uh, called. Uh, I can't even think of it. What was that? Because it was, uh, well, that was a while ago now. But. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, whatever. <laughs> moving right. on. Yeah, moving on. All right. So what am I drinking? I am drinking Korewa Miyagi-kyo. Nika Miyagi-kyo. Nice. So this Miyagi-san. is a Nika single malt Miyagi-kyo, but this is unfortunately no age statement. Yeah, they used to do that as a 12-year, right? Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. So I'm sad, but, you know. A common trend. Yeah. yeah, I recently actually picked that bottle up and also the Yoichi, which is, I mean, it's kind of cool that they're doing just a single malt from each of the distilleries that they have. So you can kind of yeah. compare the differences, but um, I'm drinking some uh, Bowmore 15. Whoa. Which is their, um, their sherry cask finished. Hey. Um, it's funny, actually, uh, Jules, you were with me, I think, when we tried this and I was telling the guy at this whiskey bar that, you know, hey, I'm... I like some scotch. I don't particularly love some of the super peated stuff. And he's like, well, you should try this Bowmore 15. It's, right. I was like, well, that's a, that's a peated scotch, right? He's like, yeah, but it, you know, the sherry finish kind of mutes it. And I'll say, that, you know, the first pour I had out of this, it still was pretty peaty, but now it's been open for a little while. Like it's actually pretty mellow. I, I enjoy yeah. it quite a bit more now. I mean, I can't believe anything you say because you have such a delicate everything. So, like, what am I supposed to say to that? I don't, I don't know what to say. You're like, oh, you know, it, it hurts my nose. It tickles my feet. Nothing too intense. I need it PG or G rated. Yeah, I know. It's like, can we, uh, can we, you know, just, just for the listeners here, you know, Dutch will go say, oh, you know, can you dilute this down to 15% liquor because <laughs> my delicate for, stomach. You can set the record straight though. No one considers anything under 120 proof delicate. That's so. right. That's right. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Dylan, Dylan eats 1 million Scoville for breakfast. Yeah. So. <laughs> I love it. I love it. 
<laughs> All right. Well, we got a kind of an interesting article that we uh, that we're going to talk about in this episode. Interesting because it's yet another whiskey competition. But I sent this one I around. I love those. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I sent this one around mainly because it's, I read through it. And this is an article from Forbes. It's about this international whiskey competition. And when you read through it, it's just kind of absurd because they've got about, I don't know how many different categories, tons of different categories. And they, they rank a first, second, and third p- place in each of them. But in almost every single one of these, it's like one brand that gets first, second, and third. And yeah. it, it kind of felt like they only reviewed like three different brands of whiskey and just had to award them all a place. Just absurd. But, you know, this kind of leads to a bigger question of these whole rating systems and whiskey and whiskey competitions to begin with. So I don't even know where to start. Dylan, what do you think? This is infuriating, right? And I just wanted to plug our ultimate spirits competition because I believe that that is the pure, the purest competition out there. And I think those numbers actually reflect the product because the you know, one the, where we uh, on live television manipulate the score <laughs> and metal television, for television. <laughs> live streaming. <laughs> hey, hey, boomer! I, I don't know what a television is. I'd like to point out that is I that some type edited, of streaming? I could have edited that. You know all that out. new ninety-five inch one you bought. <laughs> No, that doesn't exist in the marketplace yet. Dylan has it in his living room. Look, you know, I think this article is perfect. I think what we are doing is a reactionary product. We see these things all the time where it's like, what is the best single malt scotch that rhymes with guard beg? You know, (laughs) and and then it's like, oh, my God, it's art big. To point out the absurdity here, right? I'm just going to take three of the categories here, okay? And this is under the United States. So there's three categories. Best American whiskey, best straight bourbon whiskey, and best bourbon whiskey. And guess which one won all three of them? Dylan's favorite, Eagle Rare 10. Uh, So guess which got second place in every single one of them? 1792 12-year-old. Guess what got third place in each of those? 1792 bottled and bond. I mean, why do they have three categories, first of all? This is ridiculous, right? I mean, it's for marketing, I think. You have to put a gold on something. So if you have a thousand different categories and you have a hundred entries, well, you got to put, put something somewhere, right? And you have a chance of everything getting gold. So I think- Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, but it's also absurd. I mean, like everything in the rye, I think everything in the single barrel whiskey, American, best cask strength bourbon whiskey, best bourbon, best straight bourbon, and best American whiskey, every single one of those is a Sazerac product on top of that, right? Yeah. So, well, it was uh, probably whatever was delivered for free. Right. right. And it's like, oh, well, we have these available and these are the things yeah. that we're going to have. They sent an email out to like three distilleries and said, hey, we're going to have a spirits competition. Would you please send us something? And they sent them a couple bottles and they just said, hey, well, I guess we got to put one of these in each, uh, in each category here. Yeah, you got to give it at first a second. Personally, I don't know what the, the two of you are complaining about. This is exactly the beauty of having these awards kind of systems, man, so that you do get the free stuff. Wait, it's like, you know, all the categories free, and man. scoring systems are all subjective. Everyone knows this, but everyone loves seeing this like ceremonious award thing once a year. Hey. And I'm, fa- I'm equally fascinated. You know, that's why. So keep Forbes, keep producing this stuff. I want, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. Look, speak for yourself. BuzzFeed, no. top 10. Like, who the f*** are the reviewers at BuzzFeed? I guess you're going to have to bleep that out now. Look, but look. It's- <laughs> 
I don't know why you guys are like, you know, trying to preach up on high and it's like poo-pooing a rating system when we created our own. I'm not poo-pooing the rating system. I'm poo-pooing the fact that they seem to only have two or three brands available. Like even if you look at the scotches, it's basically Ardbeg, Dewar's, Glenmorangie, and that's it. Like there's like one or two other things that make their, I think they've got like 10 categories, 15 categories for scotch here. I mean, there's more out there. And there's things that could easily have slotted into a third place above some of these. There are more out there, but they only have three slots for each category. So they're not <laughs> going to give like the top 10 for okay, each category. Count how many doers. Come are on. List, dude. <laughs> it's crazy. And then the categories are ridiculous, right? Because I, I love this one. Best single malt scotch, 19 to 25 year old. I don't know why they even bother. They should just go like best single malt scotch. 10 year old, 11, 12, 13. I mean, this is just do it like that so that they can expand on how many gold they can give. Well, I think I, do, li- I do like how for best American wheat whiskey, there's only first place. <laughs> <laughs> they only got one bottle to try. Exactly. <laughs> so they obviously hilarious. didn't get any Heaven Hill products. This like, was hilarious. I okay, mean, but so, I appreciate it. This is awesome because everyone loves lists as much as people don't or, you know, say that they don't. They all do. That's why these lists generate a lot of hits and a lot of views and look we're reviewing it okay look. we're reviewing someone else's list yeah be quiet look <laughs> i am going to hawk our ultimate spirits competition yet again because there can be only one and ultimately right ultimate spirits competition it's gonna put basically everything together right apples oranges grapes grapefruits you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it is. You put it together and you find the best of the best of the best, sir. So that's what we're trying to go for. And it's trying to like fight against this kind of garbage. Like, it's meaningless. It's absolutely meaningless. Why do you even have this? Yeah. So you I mean, fight against this garbage by creating your own garbage. So it's no, the no. same thing. What, what the garbage is here is... <laughs> That's why I appreciate all of it. It's like, you know what? Give me more lists. Give me more ceremony. Give me more gold medals well, and statues. You're the guy. You're you know, the guy. Because then I'm going to look at no. that. It's going to be like some marketing <sighs> blip. It will pull my eye. It will draw my attention to yeah. it. If I'm at you are the guy that clicks on that, that link that says, you wouldn't believe what's on like you know, number 11. And totally. then you have to, you have to click totally. on every single totally web page with all guy. of those ads surrounding I the... I admit, man, I am a sucker to marketing. Like I admit that, you know, okay, it, used well, to, it used to be where I'm a, su- a sucker to good marketing. But Jules... It's but like, Jules, no, man, in the day of like it, social media, I'm just a sucker to marketing, you, period. You got to admit though, if you wanted this to be good clickbait, there should be more than like three brands. Like, you, No, it's right? good clickbait because we clicked on it. It worked. They're winning. What you guys are arguing against is so it's like we're all suckers here (laughs) Uh, well you know in in all seriousness i do want to comment on one additional thing i do think that these lists reflect the zeitgeist which is this fear of missing out so if you have a list and you have a number one if people look at it and they go oh my god it's a number one i gotta at least try it or own it and then all of a sudden it becomes rare and i would say I'll, I'll give you one example, the McKenna, the McKenna 10-year. When that won, I think, gold or whatever, the, the highest award for uh, spirits competition, I know that the big box stores, all these places started allocating it. And we never had that kind of situation in the past. 
I mean, we didn't think it was bad, but we didn't think that it was the best of the best of the best. And yet I go into the store and when that came out, it was nowhere to be found. Yeah. Today, I can go into the store and it kind of calmed down. So now it's, again, readily available. So you can kind of see how that effect buys into... Do you think that's more FOMO or just the fact that people want somebody to make their decisions for them? It's like, I don't know what bourbon to buy. Let me Google it. Oh, look, these three dorks on YouTube said that we should buy this bottle, right? (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't think it's like, uh, you know, the people wanting or, or being lazy that they want other people to do the work for them. I think it's just, they're actually relying on reviews. You know, I mean, that's why like, you know, when you do shopping on Amazon, I mean, that's why they have like the review section, right? You don't know who these people are. You don't know what they are. But I mean, a lot of people look at that, especially in aggregate and then make their buying decisions, right? So I think it's no different than, yeah. I mean, if they follow three dorksters on Curiosity Public and then make a purchase. Well, I'll comment on the Amazon thing. Maybe maybe I'm the odd human out, but I actually don't read Oh, here we go. I don't read the positive reviews. (laughs) All right, be quiet. Look, I don't read the positive reviews. I actually filter by the bad reviews. So I only read the bad ones just to see what the situation is. Because sometimes when I read the bad one, it'll it'll say something like this. It'll say, they offered me $15 to give a five-star review. And so I'm giving this one. And then like automatically that tells me, oh, maybe majority of these reviews are not truthful because they're paying people off in order to get it. I get those mails all the time. Please review this, give it a five-star and I'll give you a $15 Amazon gift card. And so I actually look at the bad. I look at the bad reviews. And I think that's the reason, again, I'm going to hawk our ultimate spirits competition. We talk about the bad, right? We talk about the bad because we wanted to make sure that people understand what the actual flaw of a particular liquor may be. So I think that's a better way of approaching these kinds of liquors that are on the market. It's well, just yeah, another I, I think, way. <laughs> because it, it is look, another way, but Forbes, if Forbes did release or whatever the name of the competition is, is this the International, Forbes Whis- International Whiskey Competition? If they release their method for grading and stuff, would you poo-poo them? I mean, maybe the reason you're just poo-pooing them now is because they haven't I would, released. No, I would because method. this is the result. Right. Well, I don't. I don't think well, it's so much their their method has issues, but it's the categories that are just ridiculous. Like I think the reason why our spirits competition stands alone is that it we take everything <laughs> right. Well, everything that people drink straight, right? Yeah. So we take it all and we have categories that are universally applicable and we're not going to just shove this into this, the category of American wheat whiskey and only review it against those. We're going to say, well, no, when you go to the store to buy whiskey, there's all these other things to choose from. So it should be measured up against everything else on the shelf. So I think I'm they're I guarantee flawed you this. in about uh, two years time, we're going to have that category. No, probably. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it, it's idiotic. because I'm it's calling like, it now, folks. No, it's idiotic. <laughs> in two years, we're going to have the best Speyside single malt and our top three is going to be exactly <laughs> what Forbes just listed. No, it's going to be, it's going to be like uh, best American whiskey produced in June. <laughs> you know, and then, and then July. Exactly. And it's just going to have like one option and that's going to get gold. Best product from uh, Barton Distillery. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Aged 10 years or more. <laughs> exactly. And then it's going to be like the old Trader Joe. Boom. I mean, I think the thing that's really fascinating to me, though, about all these is like how, um, you know, these, you know, like non alcohol liquor related 
companies are getting involved in publishing these lists, right? Like, I mean, this is, so this international whiskey competition is being published by Forbes. And then like, I've, you see a bunch from like Huffington Post and all that stuff. And I think that like, that's actually really fascinating too. It's like, they're getting in on the game just because like, you know, producing these lists, people love this stuff. Yeah. And, and I question whether they actually drink it. I think they just kind of guess and then they just put it out there and people like you <laughs> click on it and click on every page totally. surrounded by the ads. Totally. And, well, and I pass it on to you guys and you guys still open the link. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's an interesting thing too, which is they have expert, quote unquote, expert judges, right? Yeah. But who are most consumers, right? Most consumers are not experts. Right. There, are, there are a lot They're of probably that, smarter, actually. Well, there's a lot of very sophisticated <laughs> consumers, but there's also yeah. a lot of people that will just come to this list and say, hey, I kind of want to get into scotch. Let me go open this list and see what they ranked as number one. Oh, totally. I agree. With you. I mean, that's why, why that's why there's value with these lists, right? I mean, I actually, I mean, to no. your point, I think it's really helpful to like the noob who's getting into this. And then this is really helpful for like the non-drinker who's trying to get somebody a gift for a drinker maybe that but i think for a noob it should be a different thing there should be a new category they should add another category best introductory you know for each of these (laughs) because that's not a bad idea i mean i think we should add that (laughs) well i mean there's there's that concept of like gateway products right Right. like i wouldn't necessarily tell somebody to go in and start with whatever eagle rare 17 right no there's there's i would want you to work up to it right right anyway I don't know. And, you know, speaking of experts, you know, this is one of those like shower thoughts. But as a kid, no one, you know, no one shower. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's going to be all cut. Right. And it's going to it's going to better long, not be cut. No, it's going to be this long beep. And Letter then no to one, the editor. Do not will, cut this. People will not <laughs> know segment. what you said. People will not know what you said. But here's here's my my question. Right. If you think about a, a toddler. And they say, you know, I'm going to grow up to be something, right? They want to be something. No one, at least, uh, you know, I have not come across a a child that says, I'm going to grow up and become a whiskey expert, right? So I always ask, like, at what point? Kids are stupid, dude. (laughs) All kids grow up and they want to be like, you know, Michael Jordan when Michael Jordan is 0.00001%. Right, like of them being that, or like they want to grow up to be, you know, whomever. I don't want to go Art into McGuire. that. <laughs> That's <laughs> like the uh, like from Step Brothers when the dad was like, I don't know why, but when I was a kid, I wanted to grow up and be a dinosaur. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. But I don't think any child actually says, "Oh, you know, I'm going to be a whiskey expert." So see, this is this is why I would say, you know, like I think these experts just or quote unquote experts just fall into it because it's just a job, right? They just like, oh well. I kind of like whiskey and you, you drink like 10,000 of them. And then at some point it just becomes routine. And then that you call a expert. That means that it's not, I mean, you know, we talk about super tasters and all that kind of stuff. Anybody can provide a very coherent, uh, incredibly astute uh, review of a whiskey. I do think that that is a possibility. And I look through things like Reddit and things like that. And I see some amazing reviews. Oh yeah. So, this is well, why I think that so-called whiskey experts don't have a monopoly on these lists. They don't. Well, and I mean, I was actually looking into their scoring methodology and there's this guy that came up with it. He was a whiskey consultant and a wine consultant. And he's the one that came up with whatever scale they use for this. But like you said, that's his job, right? Like he has a full-time job selling his methodology and selling his services as a whiskey consultant. So Really, what are we getting? Are we getting? Are we really getting a tasting panel? 
No. But then in, it, we're getting this guy's methodology. He's, he said, this is how you're going to judge these things. And so we're getting what, the result of that, right? <laughs> right. How good does it compare to Artbeg? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, but there's nothing wrong with that at all. Let him do it again. Hey, Let you know what? I'm a fan. Him. I'm a fan. I'm, I'm just saying that it, it's... All over you know, this list. I, I agree with you, Jules. The, the only reason I brought this article up is because it's kind of hilarious scrolling through it and seeing like three oh, brands. that's the best part about this. It's just like how entertaining going down the list. And I mean, to your point, and like the categories. I mean, they have, they have enough, as hey, many categories as they do entrants. Into this if you want to go to, if you want to read about a whiskey competition for purely entertainment purposes, this is the one for you. But if you actually want to learn something, no, I would say, uh, you know, Curiosity Public Ultimate Spheres <laughs> competition is the one for you. <laughs> no, it's, it, it, that's, that's too that's boring fun. because we're too objective. We're way too good, dude. Uh, and way too humble. All right, guys, on that bombshell, Jules, why don't you take us out? Yeah, well, uh, you know, thanks for listening to our podcast. Uh, be sure to, if you haven't checked us out, uh, we do have a YouTube channel as well. Check us out on YouTube at Curiosity Public. Uh, check us out on Instagram uh, at, I think, just at curiosity underscore public. And we'll... And don't forget to check out uh, Dylan on Instagram as well. He's That's right. Or, uh, What's what is your it? handle Dylan? now, Dylan? <laughs> I have at no clue. Dylan, <laughs> underscore Dylan underscore CP. Yeah, Dylan underscore CP, I think. That's right. Yeah. He keeps eating in and out burgers. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Stay curious.